Today on the news and why it matters, uh, the New York Times is after Brett Kavanaugh again. Do they have the evidence this time around? Uh, and also, Beto says Texans totally cool with giving their guns away. Got a lot to get into. Starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. I can already tell it's going to be a good one. Uh, we've got Glenn back with us How today. How are you? Great, thank good. you. Stuber here and uh, Chad Prather. What's up? What's up? <laughs> uh, I, it's not lost on me that you're wearing a very heavy jacket today. It's seven degrees in here. It, mm -hmm. yeah. it is so cold. <laughs> Beck has blood problems. I, That's right. You can't. Gotta keep it cold. <laughs> All right, corn pop. Keep it corn down. pop. What's up, corn pop? <laughs> uh, we are going to get to that later in the show as well. What a bizarre story. Mm -hmm. uh, but first, so the New York Times published a piece, what was it, over the weekend that we, I want, I want to get all of your reaction on. I uh, want to thank our sponsor really quickly, Cruise Through History. So there is an amazing cruise taking place in March of 2020. Tell, tell, tell us about it, Stu. You're going. I'm going to be on a boat. Uh, it's gonna be I'm great. on a boat. I'm on a boat. Um, I, it's going to be great. Cruise through history. It's, uh, what is it, um, Italy, Does, Croatia, he is just Israel, like, I'm going to drink and eat. I, well, yes, I'm going to be the That's one That's why I fun. keep waiting for my lost invitation in the mail. I, That's where it's that's where be. I told you. I know it was sent. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> sent to someone, somewhere. Um, but it's going to be great. It's going to be, you're going to learn all about history, like kind of the foundations of our civilization from several different uh, perspectives. Not stu not Stu's. Not mine. No. Well, mine will be from the slurring perspective yeah. <laughs> as I sit by the bar and the pool. You know, it's funny because you, yeah, you don't really, you don't drink a lot. I but don't. You are in charge of the. You're in charge of the still. I'm the only one on on the boat who's ever had fun that you're invited. <laughs> uh, so I thought maybe I'd try to represent That's, that. So, I mean, look at look at this. Look at the board. Coming. Look at the board. David Barton, Bill O'Reilly, Rabbi Lappin, you, Pat. None of these people have ever had fun. Um, so I'm the only person there, uh, really, with the uh, outside possibility of, talked, of having fun. Should have talked to you before we planned this. I mean, we, yeah. we should have been by these two then. ComeSailAway.com gets the details there. <laughs> ComeSailAway.com. I think we should go on this boat just to save the ship. Yeah. I know. Not with you guys, believe well, me. Well, there I'm, was a very strong uh, Twitter campaign going, and by strong, I mean at least two people yeah. said that they thought that I should be the cruise director. Was it yeah. you two so, people? Well, it was uh, my, my mom was one of them. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Husband was the other. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the New York Times, they published a, uh, a now I want to make sure I get this straight. They published a piece that was based on a book that is coming out. Mm -hmm. that has and not by the released. reporter that wrote the piece. Mm. OK. That wrote yeah. the book that wrote, wrote the book. Mm -hmm. also, also, I believe, the wrote the piece. Interesting. Based on the book. Based on the book. Got it. Based on the book mm -hmm. uh, that Brett Kavanaugh, now we all remember the, the Deborah Ramirez uh, I didn't until this morning, I will say. You didn't remember no, that one? I didn't. It was one of the worst accusations, I thought. Like the, not like the most damaging, but like the most pathetic. Yeah. Like it was just kind of one of those that kind of came and went very quickly. This so, is the one that Ramirez doesn't remember no, it happening. That it was him. What, Ramirez doesn't remember it was him? I can't remember. I got, yes. I got him a little confused. Really, the only one that... that no one remembers yeah. anything yeah. that didn't happen is basically what all of the mm -hmm. stories are. So what? So the Ramirez one was what? Yeah, what was not the most... Say, like, not me. Blasey Ford was the <laughs> most... The one that was most uh, publicized, right? Right, right. Um, Ramirez was like... There was a secondary slew of, of accusers that came along, some of which recanted, some of which were proven to be completely wrong, some of which were associated with Michael Avenatti. 
um, you know, getting rid of all possible credibility. Um, and she was, I don't remember which group she was in, but she was, she, you know, what was her accusation? It was just that he exposed himself yes. at a party, right? Yes, yes, um, yes. So, was, uh, and they shoved him. Yes, well, that, well that, then that's so the isn't one. This, that's one. Isn't this a problem with the friends and not him? Yes. So, okay. So that's the I new was, one. I was that's- minding my own business. <laughs> I had my penis out. <laughs> but I wasn't doing anything with it. I was just standing there. And then my friends shoved my penis into her hands. I want to know. I don't think he sounds like that. I want to know who... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do this either. I want to know, how do you do that? How does that... Do you know, Chad? I, I no, I don't, know. actually. <laughs> I, pre- I can speculate. I don't want to speculate, right. but I can speculate. Right. You know, I'm at a party. I'm just hanging out. Literally? Gotcha. It's just stuffy. <laughs> I need to hang out more. Right. So, zip, there it is. Unfurling from my Tommy John's. Boom, there it is. And my friends, they're such pranksters. They said, you know what would be fun? I'll tell you what would be fun. <laughs> Brett's over there with his wang hanging out. <laughs> That girl, she does not know what's coming. Wham! There it is, and now it's in her hand. This is dumb. This is absolutely ludicrous. Uh, This guy, if Brett Kavanaugh did half of the things he's been accused of, party animal extraordinaire. I mean, this guy, who is supposedly the most straight-laced cat that you've ever seen, get approved to be a judge with the Supreme Court. He's spiked the Mm Kool-Aid. He's walking around the frat party at... You know, with his stuff, junk hanging out. This guy is on fire. He is lit. He's on fire. There's got to be some photo (laughs) evidence somewhere, video. Or, you know, even an accuser that says, oh, yeah, I do remember that happening to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The problem with this one is, and the New York Times didn't correct it until today, was... Oh, uh, we forgot to tell you the person that uh, it happened to says she doesn't recall that. Let me just tell you, in 46 years of living, Glenn, I remember every experience with a penis that was not mine ever in my life, okay? And I'm just going to leave it right there. Right. And I would imagine that if you are a woman that doesn't engage yes. for... Uh, you know, as a trade, yes. <laughs> you know, you would remember that, too. Mm-hmm. I can say you yes. are correct. Yes. That would be something right. I believe that a woman would recall. Okay, yes. Yeah, especially right. if the friends were... Shoving it into your head. But you know, Alyssa Milano gets on Twitter and she's like, we knew. Yeah. We knew. And that's the thing. That's the problem. That's why this does matter. Because now you have these people who want to come out with these uncorroborated things. And they have no evidence for any of this stuff. But it could have happened. Oh, well, we knew. We always knew. And there it was. And so the speculation police come back out. And this guy is automatically guilty. But I love how, like, new unfounded allegations prove the old unfounded allegations. <laughs> like, how does this work? Like, And apparently this was floating around uh, at the time. Uh, and was not deemed credible enough for the FBI to even look into. Um, and again, when you find out that the person who was supposedly the victim of this does not remember it occurring, mm-hmm. you just like if a tree falls in the woods, right? Like, does it is you know is, is does anyone hear it? Does anyone see it? This is one of those situations where I guess you could argue maybe she was so absolutely hammered she didn't realize it occurred, um, and you know that would be make it wrong. But it's the idea that like. This is going to be something that's going to derail him now. I think that she was so hammered. I just want to get this right. She was so hammered that she doesn't remember the 3D penis coming her way (laughs) and into her hands like a, no pun intended, but like a ball catcher. Mm -hmm. And 
she doesn't remember that. What is but he story? was totally sober yeah. and everybody else was sober. I mean, if 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 everybody's hammered and nobody was hurt, it was just a a, a run in and a very, you know, don't run with that. You can put an eye out with it kind of thing. <laughs> what is where is the where is the harm? It didn't happen again that we know of. It didn't happen like, again. It's just one of those things. If you if you say I saw uh, I saw Chad rob, rob a bank and the bank says no one robbed the bank. <laughs> like what do we do with that information? Like who cares if you saw Chad rob the bank? The bank didn't think it was robbed. Yeah, well, but he's uh, got that look about it. Yeah, I know. But, 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 but the, the bank was very intoxicated at the time of the robbery. <laughs> well, but certainly, what well, I mean, what where you're going with this, Glenn? Even let's say that this did happen, which it obviously didn't. It would be the friends. That would be the problem, Correct. right? It's, that's Correct. Not it's Brett not Kavanaugh's him. Fault. He might have been out of control. He might. I don't believe any of this, by the way. I can't believe we're even talking yeah, about no. it. But it's the friends. Mm-hmm. Where is the responsibility of the friends who pushed him? Yeah. No, you're right, though. We should take a step back here, and, and because the real important thing is not litigating this nonsense. The important thing is the New York Times had the information that she didn't remember this incident, wrote an article with a brand new accusation that everyone on the left ran with, and didn't include that piece of information in the actual article. They just instead said, oh, well, all these accusations, here's what he did, here's what he did, here's what he did. So all of these news organizations trusted the Times and went with their reporting. And then only later on, I I don't remember who it was exactly, but someone else had the copy of the book. Molly Hemingway? Hemingway, Yes, Molly Hemingway had a copy of the book, thankfully, Mm -hmm. and was like, "Uh, by the way, in the book it says she doesn't even remember this occurring, which totally blows up the entire story. And then they had to actually uh, issue a correction not it was technically not a correction it was an editor's note no. i love that it wasn't that that's this isn't a correction we're not correcting anything we're just oh. a little editor's note by the way all this isn't true according to the person who's <laughs> who said it was supposed to happen to but it's like you can't just throw it in as an ed- editor's note yeah. like that's insanity and so it's really it's not a story about Kavanaugh. it's not a story about the person who was uh, assaulted or uh, accused whatever it's a story about the times mm-hmm. the times intentionally so, misleading america to try to make this guy into a villain further so what can we do can we take from this i mean first of all i agree with donald trump he should sue him yeah. or he should sue the new york times he should sue him yeah i mean I, you know that opens him up to a, a years of more destructive probably behavior, right? but, but i mean they're just going to keep doing this to yeah. people if yeah. they if they're not called on it right um and, and you know, the, the other thing is it, it's showing that the press is just all in. They just don't yep. They care. don't care. They, they don't, don't care. they really don't care. And so they're on this path of destruction. They they could easily turn around. It's not just about Donald Trump and Kavanaugh. This is this is the press on almost everything. Even the Iranian thing. The Iranian, you know, they're making Donald Trump look like he really wants war. He didn't want war. And they're not telling you the truth of what is really happening there. They're just all in. And I think they maybe they just are thinking either so arrogant that we're right and we're in the majority and we're going to win anyway, that it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Or um, they know they're destroyed anyway. They've they got to keep going down this road because there's no turning back for them. Yeah, one way or another, that's what they've got to do. And I am trying to figure out what's the sound of one hand clapping on Brett's Kavanaugh. (laughs) But I I, seriously, though, this thing right here 
it's it's legitimate. This is probably like if you if you said Chad Prather did some crazy stuff in his past, you would be I'd be like one hundred percent right, and that's believable. I believe that's like great. nobody's gonna fight that. <laughs> Nobody. But Kavanaugh, come on. Yeah. Ah, all great points. All right, we've got uh, Beto and gun control when we come back. Ready to get my gun up. Mm. Are you? Beto called me. They're all personally. You ready to get them right now? Before we get back on into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. You're welcome. Realestateagentsitrust.com is uh, is my company. Uh, started uh, four years ago, five years ago, something like that. Um, started out of frustration, got to know really good real estate agents, 500 best real estate agents in the country, according to the Wall Street Journal. Started just casually asking them, okay, I keep getting bad real estate agents. How do you know? There's actually a system to it. There's you actually have to be a professional at that. You can't just bluff it or do it part time. Um, Realestateagentsitrust.com is a place where you can go and say, I want to buy or sell a house. It's in this market. We will get back to you with usually within five or 10 minutes. It's I mean, unless you're doing it at night, it should be within the hour for sure. Uh, with a qualified name and an agent that you can connect with, they're ready to sell your house, and they know the secrets of selling the house. There's, you know, no, there's no part-time agents. No, oh hi, this is my first job. These are the best people in your area to buy or sell homes. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, so, <clears throat> our good friend Robert Francis, he of course, on the in the last debate, made it very clear. First, he had he was shying away from saying we are going to confiscate your guns. Now he's just flat out saying, no, we're, we're going to confiscate your guns. Well, but we're going to buy them back. So you'll get some money for it, right? Uh, he he went... Weird, because they didn't own them at any point. So I don't know how they're buying them back. Now they can not. buy them, but if they are going to be very, very scarce, mm-hmm. I believe in the free market, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, but if you're taking everyone's guns, well, this one's going to be worth a little more. A billion dollars. <laughs> a billion dollars. A billion so dollars I, I'd be gun. willing to sell it for a billion dollars. A billion dollars per gun. Not all of them, just one. Yeah. Oh, just the one. I would sell all, well, okay, the, all, most of mine fell off the boat, right? They're at the bottom of the lake, but mm-hmm. the one I've got oh, left, I'd too. sell for a billion. Mm-hmm. I'd do that. Yours, wait, yours yeah. fell off the boat also? It's an amazing coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, no, I want to do. I want to do a Beto O'Rourke bumper sticker buyback. Is what I want to do. Now I never owned any bumper stickers, mm-hmm. but we should do a buyback program for those. I like that. Pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Uh, so he he doubled down on his statements along with a, a new little fairy tale about Texan gun owners, gun owners in particular. Watch. We are proud of gun ownership, but responsible gun ownership that would never entail threatening somebody with that firearm. And so using right. guns to hunt or for self-defense makes a lot of sense to us here in Texas, but having a a weapon of war, and even from those Texans who own AR-15s, they've told me this themselves, Mm -hmm. I don't need this, I don't need it to hunt, I don't need it to protect myself, it was fun to use, I like taking it out to the range, but if giving this back or cutting it to pieces or selling it to the government helps to keep us safer, then by all means let's do it, because they'll tell me, I have kids in school as well, and they ask me whether it's a matter (laughs) of uh, when or or if a a killer is going to come into their school and take the lives of their fellow students or take their kids' lives. 
Lots compelling of case. It really is. Lots what nutless really. wonder has he been talking to? Listen, yeah. maybe one person said, I want to, I'd give my gun back. Well, why? I mean, what is that person a threat? Do they see themselves as a threat? Here's what I want him to do. I want Francis to go to Baltimore, Detroit. I want him to go to Chicago and start the program there. Get the guns there first. But that's not what he's talking about. He's going to go to law-abiding citizens. These guys have gotten to a point where if we say it louder, we say it more dramatically, if we come up with some kind of compelling story, even if it is a fabrication, and we cuss a little bit more, maybe the voting populace will listen to us. But that's that's hokey. There's a, I mean... You've never been to Texas, if you believe any of that story. You've never been to Texas. There is no Texan that owns a gun. Now, there might have been Texans who said, I wouldn't own a gun like that because, I mean, I sure it'd be fun at the range, but what do you use it for? Mm-hmm. I'd certainly give mine up. That's not really a real Texan. No. A real Texan knows what the guns are for. They know that... Texas was the only place, the only place in the world that the Soviet Union did not have a plan to take over. Right. Okay. There was no way they were going to come in and take over the United States and come through our southern border through Texas. Why? Because they knew Texans had guns, knew what they were for, and knew how to use them. There's no Texan that is like, you know what? If it really, if it'll make the world, we're smarter than this. If it would make the world safer, if I cut up my gun, <laughs> why? How is that going to make? What are you? Yeah. What are you accusing yourself are you of? Right. You I just really don't dark trust things. myself with it. I mean, right off the bat, like you're talking about red flag laws. The ultimate red flag is someone coming up and saying, "I'll make the world safer if you take my gun." Right? Like that's a real red flag. Right. Um, you know, it's it's funny because. First of all, obviously, people come up to politicians and tell them stories that they are, are pleasing to their ideas, right? If you're mm-hmm. at a Beto campaign, you already are on board with Beto, and you're telling Beto what he wants to hear. Obviously, he should be skeptical, and that story blatantly isn't true because it's not just a random person or a random gun owner. Think about the person who goes and actually buys an AR-15. Right. Like, that person is not someone who's never thought of these issues. You don't just go buy an AR-15. It's a couple thousand dollars. It's a gun enthusiast. Yeah, it's a gun enthusiast. Yeah. It's not something like, well, I guess, yeah, let's just give them all up. That just makes... I was out some sense. Friday night. <laughs> she got a tattoo and I got an AR-15. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not a thing, right? And they they pressed him on this a little bit and they said, uh, well, so would you? what about this, you know, going door to door and confiscating? And he's like, oh, we're not going to go door to door and confiscate these weapons. It's just one of those things where, like, you know, if you get com- caught with another crime or or someone pulls you over and they look on the back and they see an AR-15, well, then they're going to take it. And it's like, well, by definition, you're saying some people are not going to cooperate with this, and some are, right? The people who are are the people most likely to follow the law, mm-hmm. the people least likely to commit a shooting. Do you understand how dumb of a policy that is? Uh, I only take I only take umbrage. Mm. Please do uh, with one uh, with one part of that. And the people who turn them in are the most likely. I understand what you're saying. The most likely to follow the law, but those who have them are law-abiding citizens and will not turn them in to an out-of-control government. Mm-hmm. Are actually the ones yeah. who are following American law. Right, like they like someone who really respects yeah. the Constitution might not turn these things Correct. in, but someone who's subservient to law. This law is passed. Uh, you know, like I really hate the income tax, but I pay it. 
Correct. Right? Um, I know that one is, has been approved, unfortunately, with the 16th Amendment. But generally speaking, like these are a lot of laws I think are BS that I still go along with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just part of American life, unfortunately. But here's a situation where there will be a lot of people who are like, I don't want the hassle. I, you know, I, I don't like I think it's really bad that I should have to worry about. I, mean, I used to live on the border of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and I would be terrified to travel with my gun because if I cross that bridge into New Jersey and get pulled over, I'm going to prison. Yeah. And I think that's complete BS, but I'm not going to be Mr. Tough Guy and protest it by keeping it in my car because I don't want to deal with the nonsense. There's some level of that. I think people will uh, give it up. Would you turn in your gun? Uh, I don't if have you it. They are all at the bottom of the lake. I, yeah, right. If they had been a voting accident. No, seriously. Um, it, would you give up your gun uh, if, they said, if Beto became president? And and the Congress said we're going to take them all. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. I mean, I like. I, I my my first instinct is to say f you, no way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it comes down to a place where uh, I don't, I don't think I would. I don't. But I mean, you know, if I'm, I don't, I wouldn't want to leave put my family without someone like right. their dad right. for ten years either. Right. Like that's a, so I don't know. I mean, I. I, I think I, I want to be. I want to. I'm going to stay with Mr. Tough Guy. Until it's real. And I do agree with Stu on that. I mean, yeah. you don't know until you're presented with that situation. Yeah. I mean, short barrel rifles. There's certain modifications that you can make to an AR right now that would put you in prison. It's a bit of federal offense. So I always tell conservatives who want to come out and blast Francis O'Rourke. Remember, you voted for a guy who's sitting in the Oval Office today who also banned bump stocks and has gotten very close on a slippery slope when it comes to red flag laws. Ooh, so if you're gonna if you're gonna you. start calling him out, you got to call Trump out too. And that's just being honest because you got to follow the logic. And what do you I, think? Uh, what do you think Trump is going to do? Well, I hope I, I hope he'll wisen up. Maybe he's just talking pander points at this point in order to well, just we'll find out this week. We'll we find out this week. I mean, so. Uh, the bump stock thing, the, the banning on that was ludicrous. Even hinting to red flag laws is ludicrous, you know, because where do you stop on that slippery slope? It's so, if know, he isolates himself and separates <clears throat> himself from gun owners mm-hmm. in America, he'll be done. He'll be done. He'll be over with. Will, but will he? Because who on the left is better? Yeah, but you you could suppress you could yeah, yeah the people yeah. would be people like you know what they're just not they're voting all, they all yeah. suck they all, all suck. suck we're just yeah. not voting maybe they're not voting maybe they're not campaigning maybe they're not donating you know yeah. there's a there's a big wide wide range of activities they he, they may still get his vote because mm-hmm. he's they see it as a binary choice and he's 2016 bad. and 2020 much the same a, a large portion of the American population are saying well which viral, venereal disease are we most okay living with for the next four years and then they're like you know I don't want any of them so I'm just going to leave it at that I think we need like the blaze. We need a T-shirt, a red T-shirt that says "Make Texas a Country Again." Like that's that's what I believe, right? That's like that's that what lot. we need to do. Because if you don't understand Texas, and unfortunately, Francis O'Rourke does not understand Texas, there is a humble arrogance. There really is that sense of everything's bigger in Texas. And even even if you're short of stature, you can drive a big old truck. So can I tell a story Allen. real quick? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. <laughs> He's right on Texas. Um, my assistant, who is a special forces, yeah. very elite special forces from uh, Scotland, United Kingdom. He, I mean, he has protected the queen. His, his regiment is the only one that doesn't have to stand when royalty comes in. Wow. They are that elite, okay? He went home to Scotland. He's lived in the United States for a while now. He came, went home to Scotland. He said, I actually found myself proud Mm-hmm. People said, where are, you, where, where, where are you living now? And he said, United States. Where? And he said, I got like this excitement to go, I'm from Texas. Wow. And it's true. When you're here, there is something about this that gives you still the feeling that you used to have 
when you were an American. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. Okay, sell the gun, take all the proceeds, double it, and buy all new guns. Uh, we've got a little over a minute here, but before we go, I, ju- I just want to get your opinion, gentlemen, on Beto's other uh, story, if you will. He told, he told people a longtime Republican chatted him up in a Bucky's bathroom on guns. And he said, this is going to be strange. Not strange that I'm talking to you while we're both at a urinal, but strange because I'm telling you you're absolutely right on guns. Is that like a thing? No. Yeah. Yep. I've had lots of conversations. You just turn while you're at the urinal and this is my rifle and this is my gun. (laughs) No, nobody shooting and this is for fun. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody talks at a urinal. It's not. And Bucky's, you know, it's a highway stop. They're probably people driving in from out of state. That's probably what it is. And it's, you know, no, there's no way that didn't happen. Beto being at Bucky's is the first thing that's ever made me not want to go to Bucky's. Yeah. Like I, Bucky's I'd is live awesome. Up, uh, it's Bucky's. like the it's like a gigantic convenience store with the best delicious. It's like treats. a Walmart. Yeah. I'll eat a kolache on their toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to go that far, Chad. Yeah. But it's a fact. Clean <laughs> in my house. <laughs> All right, overtime is coming up next. We've still got more to come. Make sure you join us. You can go to blazetv.com. The kolache or the toilet? Both. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Um, Chad, can you explain to me why I saw Corn Pop trending? It was trending. Mm-hmm. Like trending, big time. Like the biggest news yesterday was Corn Pop. And so apparently this uh, 2017 video of Joe Biden speaking to a group of people at the pool dedication in in Wilmington, Delaware, where he was the lifeguard back in the 60s. And this was a black community. And they asked him, they said, well, why were you a lifeguard in this location? And his response today is, well, I wanted to get to know the black community better. So he was a very woke teenager back in the mm-hmm. 60s, right? He just wanted to be that aware of things. But he has this uh, episode where he's the lifeguard, and he tells this story of this confrontation that he has with a man by the name of Corn Pop. And apparently Corn Pop and the Romans was a pretty tough gang in the Delaware pool districts. <laughs> so Corn Pop was on the diving board bouncing up and down, and Joe calls him out and says, Hey, Esther Williams, who not... Florida from good times, by the way, was a famous, well-known swimmer in the 1950s. He says, hey, Esther Williams, I'm throwing you out of here. And so he throws Corn Pop and his boys. And and to use, I love it when Joe tries to sound tough and cool. He's like, Corn Pop was a bad dude. (laughs) Corn Pop ran some bad boys. And so I felt like at any time the sharks and the jets were going to come out, Corn Pop, (laughs) Corn Pop. Corn Pop and the Romans. And he says, I'm going to meet you in the parking lot. Corn Pop says to Joe, well, Joe is scared. So he goes and he talks to one of the mechanics, the guy who takes care of the mechanics around the pool, uh, you know, the, the machinery that runs the pool. And he says, hey, man, you got to fight Corn Pop. So he gives him a six foot length of chain that Joe wraps around his arm and covers with a towel. And he goes out there and Corn Pop's got his razor blades, him and his boys, and they've banged it on the 
on the sidewalk a little bit to make it a jagged edge. And he said, you know how we used to soak our razors in the rain barrels, get them rusted up. Won't cut you deep, but it'll cut you long. You know, put some Vaseline on your face. We're going to war. <laughs> and he says, they're standing out there waiting. He said, you might cut me, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. And this is Joe Biden. This is the same man whose teeth fell out <laughs> during the last presidential or Democratic debate. Man's teeth fell out. We got to feel sorry for Joe. Like, who's putting him up for this? If you ever seen, like, go back and look at Barack Obama in 2007, 2008, and then look at him in 2016. Like, the man ages. Look at W when he went in and came out of eight years. This age. Here's Joe. He's dealing with a frontal lobe dementia already going on. I had to watch this corn pop story three times just to get the gist of what the hell he was saying. Because now he's out there and he says, hey, corn pop. I'm going to apologize for calling you Esther Williams. Now, I'm not going to apologize for throwing you out. I'm apologizing for what I said. You apologize for what you said? Yeah, I'm apologizing for what I said. Not for throwing you out. Sharks. <laughs> and so everybody's like, he folds up his razor blade, and we were friends. Corn Pop had my back for the rest of my Delaware days, right? And so... Joe is who Joe is these days. And people said, this is baloney, man. Like, this is the most embellished mm -hmm. story you can imagine. But then one of the people from the NAACP comes out and says, no, no, there was a corn pop. There was a corn pop in the Romans, and they ran a gang in Delaware in Wilmington. And it's true. So now the NAACP is corroborating Joe's story. This is fun stuff. This is really fun stuff. When you start seeing this thing, there's evidence because now there's an obituary of a dude whose name was William Corn Pop. What was what was the what was the uh, tobacco company? The uh, uh, who made it out of North Carolina? Oh, come on, this is, yes, no, it's the same. It's the same name. But anyway, I can't think of his name. His name was Corn Pop. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Corn Pop got the cancers. He became wheat thin, and that was it. <laughs> he died. In 2016. So who knows? Oh, we just missed it. Joe is does, hardcore. It does seem like there was legitimately a corn pop and legitimately the Romans, right? Yeah. Like that actually was a thing. It, how much of that story was you? Because I didn't actually hear the story. How much of that was actually Joe's story and how much were you making up? No, that was Joe's story. Oh, that was, that was pretty much Joe's story. <laughs> it was. I didn't yeah. know. The but much more entertaining because oh, Joe telling it, I was like, uh, well, when see, does the this get interesting? <laughs> this is, what, what are you saying? William Morris. I'm sorry. William Morris. Okay. It was oh. William Corn Pop Morris. That was his name. Died at the age of 73 in 2016. So the interesting thing here is, like, this thing got dug up from 2017. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. now what, where, where's the problem here with he's a gaff master? The thing that I have, the issue that I have with Joe is not only do I, I'm, I've started feeling sorry for him. Yeah. I really have. I like, do. who's putting him up here? Yeah. I mean, this guy doesn't need to be president of the United. Nobody needs that in his life. And I, and I think Joe's probably a nice dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never heard, most people who know him, they're like, you know, we like Joe. Yeah. Right. Probably a good guy, and I'm not going to vilify the guy or turn him into some kind of evil person, but I'm starting to feel sorry for him. But if you listen to Joe, like he doesn't finish his sentences. He just gets to talking, and he's rambling on, and it's like, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. And the things he says, you know, hey, look, he was, he's, he was the minority, right? He was the only white, white lifeguard at the pool, and, and he, he did his you know, street hustle and got his cred from fighting Corn Pop and all this stuff. So now he's going to talk about how Corn Pop ran some bad boys. 
Now, how do you say that to a black audience and get away with it? How do you get to say these things that are like it's and it's so there's this weird double standard that's going on. Like Joe, it doesn't matter if Joe grabs your hands and holds you. Like Stu, if I walked up and wanted to explain something to you, I wouldn't grab your hands and hold you mm-hmm. this close while I explain it to you. It's a weird double standard that's going on that's out there, and that in and of itself is bugging me significantly. But hey, we're in a world of double standards these days. But specifically with Joe Biden, I mean, he has yeah. a, a he can do no past, wrong. especially with making comments that are questionable uh, about blacks and somehow still love him. You know, he's clean. Obama was clean and articulate. Right. And then there was then there was, you know, these these poor kids. They can be like the white kids. They're just as talented, just as smart as the white kids. And then you got, you know, talking about Corn Pop and his boys. And there was a pretty good there was some pretty fun Twitter feeds yesterday. If you just read through the threads of African-Americans who were coming out and they were saying, oh, come on. You know, this is this. No, that's not how this works in the street. You know, so it's interesting to watch. Joe gets a free pass because at the same time, he's the only one who has not jumped completely off the the diving board, no pun intended, into this far left crazy place where so many of those candidates have jumped. Uh, Interesting, too. We've got uh, a lot going into debunking whether or not that was a real story, right? I mean, everyone's like, no, it was real. No, Joe Biden told a real story. I mean, the NAACP says so, yeah. Meanwhile, New York Times, not so thorough. No. Not so thorough when uh, when they're writing about Brett Kavanaugh. Mm -mm. It is an interesting world that we live in. It was intentional with Kavanaugh, right? I I know. That's intentional. I think that was blatantly intentional. Like, they're hoping to, even at the very basic level they're just trying to sell a bunch of books for this person right yeah. you know oh, yeah. i mean at the very the most innocent part of this is they're just tr- they left it out so it would get a huge flare up and then whatever if it comes out later they've already sold a million books That's much more optimistic I, yeah i mean i, I would like to I'd, I'd like to believe they were just trying to steal people's money but i think it's worse than that between beto o'rourke at the bucky's talking at the <laughs> urinal and brett kavanaugh and then joe being you know Hardcore. This has been a very phallic episode. Yes, yes. This has been quite Freudian here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come on the show, and all of a sudden, it's a phallic episode. Show gets yeah. how that happens. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, phallic mm-hmm. episodes, uh, the BBC has now released a series of educational videos targeting school children aged 9 to 12. And in this series, the network instructs kids that there are more than 100 gender identities. The BBC also goes on to tell the children in this series uh, that they don't they just don't know any better yet and they could go to jail if they question or disagree with it. Uh, I know this is happening in the UK. It is the BBC, of course. But as we find so often, things that happen in the UK slowly trickle down to the United States. Um, I'm concerned about the hyperinflation that's going on Zimbabwe level with the number of genders that we have. I swear, like, we were making jokes that it was 90, like, two months ago. Yes, and now we're over 100? 100. We're over 100. They just keep coming up with them. And Sam Smith, who is the U.K. singer, pop singer, who has had multiple hits in the U.K., nominated for Grammys, has come out and says, look, I've always, I've always dealt with being binary, but I want to identify myself as they, them. But then in his statement, he kept talking about I and I and I and I and I and I am doing Doing this and I'm scared of this and I and I'm like aren't you a we now like how does this work if you're a they them how do you keep identifying as an I that doesn't make any sense so that house of cards falls in on itself all I know is if Caitlyn Jenner goes missing I'm putting his picture on a bottle of half and half 
<laughs> but I mean, teaching ch- like children age nine to twelve. I get it. I get that maybe a twelve-year-old could maybe wrap their brain around what they're talking about. But nine. Did you see the woman who has twins and she's she's raising? They, she divorced her husband. She's raising these twins, and the husband is taking her to court because she's trying to raise one as a girl and the other twin as the boy. They're twin boys. She's raising one no, as a girl. This is that. child abuse. I mean, this yeah, is a child abuse. So, do they understand I'm it or whatever? That the they, it's divorced not, her crazy rear. They should not. These are conversations we shouldn't have to have mm-hmm. in regards to children. Yeah. And I think too, there's like this aspect of taking like conservatives. We often like are like, I just don't understand. What do you mean a boy is a girl and a girl is a is a she him her they or whatever? And like we're we focus on the idea that you're naming yourself something that you're not which is an important part of this but another important layer i think of it is why are you obsessed with what people are calling you like that is a a in in effect a defensive position from the start Mm -hmm. what that we're america we don't care what you're saying about us Mm -hmm. and yet we're being taught by the society now it's like all it is is we have to all focus on this and obsess that everyone is called the right thing and you get to identify what group you're in it's a collectivist notion at its heart, and that's not supposed to be what America is. I think a lot of times that gets lost. Like, I, forget whether Caitlyn Jenner is a boy or a girl, or what they, she, he, she, they, them wants to define themselves as. Why do we freaking care? Why are you spending any moment of your life trying to figure out whether you're a boy or a girl? Like, what does it matter? Just be what you are. Yeah. So, in a recent episode of the Chad Prather Show, Ooh. cheap plug. Uh, <laughs> Party Foul Steve brought up that point. He said, why does it matter? And I said, well, because you take a case that happened a couple of months ago where this lady misgendered someone in a response on Twitter. They came and arrested her. Mm-hmm. That's where ultimately, in the, in the that's why these conversations have to be had because yeah. it's just a matter of time. Because if you inadvertently call someone by the wrong gender, now it's considered a hate crime. Right. I'm looking at it from their perspective. Right. Why does the person who is going to report someone on Twitter for misgendering someone. Mm-hmm. Why do they care? Yeah. I mean, I understand why we would care. We're saying, like, well, wait a minute. Well, you checked the box on the form that said male, and now you're saying it's female. Like, the important facts, this is truth and everything else. But it's not a, like, if I were to say, like, am I, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. if I Am I an Eagles fan or a Cowboys fan? Now, obviously, the good people are Eagles oh, fan and bad God. people are Cowboys fans. Uh, hey, how'd but, you like the game, the uh, Eagles game I, I was last, not a fan of it. No. Um, but, like, there's like you either are an Eagles fan or a Cowboys fan like you spending your time trying to figure out and announce to the world what you are is a waste mm-hmm. right like just live your freaking life just be a football fan yeah, just and be, pull just for be, who you want to pull whatever, for that's fine yeah. I just don't understand there's like that weird obsession where they tell us that Gender doesn't matter. Everybody's equal. Mm-hmm. You should always, you shouldn't care about whether it's a man or a woman. That's what I thought was the thing. And now it's the exact opposite. You should only care about if it's a man or a woman or a the or a he or she or a they, them. What about Two-Spirit? Or Two-Spirit. I just want to know if Sam Smith gets nominated for a Grammy. Is it going to be in the group category <laughs> or solo artist? That's a fair point. These are real issues. Uh, Friday's poll what did you think of the third Democratic debate? 69% of you said, where was Marianne? That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right. That's 28% curl. said hated it. 
3% loved it, I guess because you love torturing yourselves. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to judge your life. Uh, today's poll question. Of course you do. Went, you absolutely true, I, do I don't want to, judge but I'll do it. <laughs> You're forcing me to judge your life. Uh, which 2020 Democrat is the most fake? Interesting. Ooh. Here are your options. You ready? Mm-hmm. Robert Francis, Kamala, Joe Biden, or Pete Buttigieg? Oh, I'm very upset there's not a Cory Booker option here. This is, uh, this is a travesty, a shame, but a mockery. It's I a travesty, a mockery. I think Elizabeth Warren, too. Yeah, Warren, totally she fake. Is I, so fake. Uh, go I mean, because Joe, beer. I would say, is the of uh, the bunch would be the one I wouldn't include in this right. poll. I don't know why we're always looking at these polls and saying, why isn't this happening? I mean, we could probably give this in advance. I would say probably that group. Pamela's pretty fake. She's not, she's not particularly, like, I think she's, a talented lawyer, mm-hmm. but lawyers don't always come across as very honest. I mean, Buttigieg is, uh, I, don't, I don't think of him as a fake. Joe, he's I not even he's, gay. He, <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you have some information? He's, no, he's just not even gay. Did he turn you down, Chad? <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> a man can dream. <laughs> Mayor Pete, call me. No, oh, come on, she's fake, it. you know, with all her little, yeah. you know, she really, she is this whole fake. deal. Yeah, you know, put her in there with the sharks and the jets and I put, corn pop. Uh, that whole group, I'd put Booker or Warren above that entire group. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even well, and Beto is the next. You his know name is fake. Let me give you Beto. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. He's a fake it, Hispanic. This is a guy who came out and was like, I'm in the middle. I'm whatever candidate you want me to be. Now I'm the hardest core left wing <laughs> candidate in history. It's like he's gotten this transition just like that. So, yeah, I'm going to go Beto. Beto, okay. Kamala, Pete, Biden. Biden, I think, is the most legit. The guy can barely speak. And he gets on stage every day and does it. But he I remember it. a time when I said, I think Kamala is very comes off as very fake and disingenuous. Yeah. And you guys were like, mm, I don't know. I can, I remember, I can remember in the old studio, but, he actually kind of liked Kamala. Yes, but the, like she's sure. But so let me ask you. You just whoa, gave her whoa, kudos whoa, whoa, again now. Now you're, but this now week you're a Kamala apologist. Flip, okay, flop. I get it still. Flip-flop, I... <laughs> I never liked Kamala. I just think that she could make a run at the at the nomination, which, by the way, she did. She did. I, and I, she has not held it, though. I mean, what I was going to say, but it, the more that she speaks, are you finding yourself more and more like, yeah, you are so fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think she tries too many canned lines in the debates. Yeah. I think that's a problem for her. Um, you know, I don't know that I would think that she, I wouldn't put, if I was going to make a poll of who was the most fake, again, I put her second in that poll and I included two other people that aren't in the poll ahead of them. So I don't, I think she's middle of the pack yeah. as far as fakeness, fakeness. goes. Um, but uh, <laughs> You find the hard-hitting questions here. I, well, I mean, you asked. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of the story. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, look, I, I, she is not... She, you know, she, I was saying this the other day, like, I think you can kind of associate the 2016 Republicans with this field and kind of see who they are. I think she's the Rubio. She's the one, like, yeah. you go through the whole time, you're like, she's probably going to win, right? And then she just never does. Yeah. And you're like, well, the same thing with Rubio. Like, the whole time I was kind of like, Rubio's eventually going to be, like, in first place probably, right? Yeah. I mean, there's things I liked about Rubio, things I didn't. And it kind of felt like eventually he was going to hit, and it never really happened. And that's kind of what it feels like with Kamala. Although she had a pretty big bump. She had the opportunity, and she did she not really take advantage did. After of it. When she called out Joe on the, you know, when she says, I don't think you're a racist, but yeah. she really went at him. I mean, that, that she had a shot there. But she's flip-flopped on multiple policies. She seems to have this part where she's arguing with herself in real time a little too much. <laughs> yeah. And that is something that hurts you. You have to just be confident. Joe Biden has the same thing. Do you think mm-hmm. that after Tulsi Gabbard kind of went at her, I, I think that, I, I don't know that she's ever really recovered. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, she had, but she had already lost, she went from, I think she went up to about 15% after yeah. that first debate. She had already gone down to about nine by the time that debate happened. Mm-hmm. And since then, she's dropped down to like seven or, or six or seven usually in these polls. So she's, uh, she just has not, I mean, she's got a big 
group of money. She still has the potential. She's one of the few that I think could still make a run at this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she's, she is, it's not worked. It's not worked for her. Uh, new, I just saw new polls right before we came out um, for the show, to tape the show, and it was basically like the same. Right? Yeah, it was Beto Biden. was up by one. Right. She, he hit four. And all this, this, this is just going to encourage him to be more nuts. So this is going to be fun. We're going to have a fun couple months. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. The battle stuff is good because he's not good at it, you know? <laughs> it's funny to see him flail, you know? He's like, like he's trying so hard. Booker's the same so way, cute. though. Yeah. It's adorable. Bless his heart. Uh, let us know what you think. Which 2020 Democrat is the most fake in our very, very scientific poll mm-hmm. by going to the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. We'll Pleasure. see you tomorrow. Uh, so, about uh, you turning your guns in. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.